0: Your new radio home for K-State Athletics, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on Kansas State. Let's go now to the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. All right, welcome in and welcome in K-State fans. Wyatt Thompson joining us here for a weekly visit on KFH, the home of K-State Athletics this year. Wyatt, how are you this morning?
1: I'm great. How about you, buddy?
0: You good? Oh man, it it we're ready. This uh, start a Big Twelve play. How could you not be ready? Cats better exactly. be ready after a loss in Missouri, right? Like it, uh, Coach Kleiman says it best: Don't let Missouri beat you twice. But you know, seemingly that loss means nothing. Everything else now means everything for the cats.
1: Perfectly said, in my opinion, um, these conference games are really what you prepare for. Not that I wouldn't have liked to have won in Columbia, and I think uh, K-State had chances, but as Coach mentioned afterwards, it was about some missed opportunities and just not getting it done. This will be a very entertaining game, I think, just because of what UCF is and how they play. You've got the scenario with K-State being a little bit dinged up so and trying to bounce back. So lots of things on the table for this one as we start league play.
2: Wyatt, what's the uh, the biggest thing in your mind for the Wildcats to bounce back from that game against Mizzou? You mentioned the missed opportunities and you know the, the game really didn't play out, I think, the way that Chris Kleiman would have wanted it to as far as just the game script from start to finish. So what's the biggest thing in your mind as you go from last week's loss into the Big 12 home opener to, for the Wildcats to be able to bounce back? I think there are probably
1: three things, honestly, that I would point to. One, I think, is... This is kind of a little combination answer, I suppose. But how did they process the loss to Mizzou? And have they, with that, moved their focus quickly enough and quality-wise enough to to win this week? Last year in a championship year, they were pretty good when they stumbled and bouncing back the next week. So I would start with that. Secondarily, you're looking at replacing your... Your main guy on the defensive side with the loss of Daniel Green at middle linebacker. I think Austin Moore will do all of the defensive calls, which is great because he's been around here a long time and and is a really, really good football player and very smart. But you're basically losing a, a terrific talent and replacing him with a guy who can also play but has only three games of experience, as opposed to the 52 that Daniel had. That's that's, number two. And then thirdly, can Will Howard go? And if not, how does K-State handle that? Um, We know what Avery is, and I think, you know, he's probably okay and ready to do this if if called upon. Would you prefer to have both guys? Absolutely. So that's kind of where it's at in my mind.
0: If you missed the news yesterday uh, for the listeners, Colin Klein all but assured us that you know, Will Howard is in fact a question still but if he can't go it is Avery Johnson the maze product it made yeah. me wonder why as we wait on the status of Will Howard it, it sort of feels like either way Avery's going to be a part of this game plan um, is that the indication you get whether he starts or not they're going to need him oh for sure
1: and and I think in all honesty I think it's probably going to be that way for the rest of the The rest of the season, I think they've really, (laughs) again, let me, let me emphasize this. They, all things being equal, you would like to have your number one guy and because of his experience and his toughness and all of those kind of things. But I think they're also comfortable with using Avery um, in, in any situation. You know, a lot of people have asked about, you know, their use of Avery last week. Uh, and not letting him throw it. Um, I'm, I'm just going to come clean here and tell you that I felt like after talking with the coaches prior to the game and during the week that they were going to use Avery in that way. It was just part of the game plan. That will not be the case this week. If he's in the game, he's going to be chucking it around and throwing it. Okay. Everybody feel better about that?
2: Yeah. And I, <laughs> I think that that really, White, I think that that was, that's my next question is when you've yeah. got. Avery Johnson and you've got to lean on him as the QB one does the game plan change we know the athleticism that Avery Johnson brings and we know that you know when they brought him in as kind of a change of pace guy you know to show a different wrinkle in that offense that's one thing but when he's leading Mm -hmm. the offense does that change with Chris Kleiman and Colin Klein as far as the plays they call
1: yeah, I'd be lying if I said no, because it's it's going to change a little bit. And and I think what I would add to that is is that again, you're looking at a guy with a lot of experience uh, in, in Will Howard, as opposed to a guy with with three games under his belt or two games actually under his belt for Avery. But I don't think it's dummied down, so to speak, like it would be with a like when Will Howard was a freshman. Does that make sense at all? And, yeah. and we've talked about Avery enough that I think your listeners probably have a, a pretty good sense of, one, how gifted he is. But even more than that, how far he has come along and, and as quickly as he has in just processing all of the things that go into, you know, handling game situations Um and and all of the things that you have to do to be a quarterback at this level. He's just ahead of of most people. It's it's what it is. So uh, I really think that you have to, you know, pare it down a little bit and play, make the calls that probably fit him maybe more so than maybe something that would, Will would be comfortable with. But I, I so what does that mean percentage wise? Are you taking, Twenty or thirty percent out of out of play. I'm not sure which which is the right answer there, but it'll be it'll be not quite the whole plate that Will would have certainly.
0: White Thompson, voice of the Wildcats, joining us here on K State. Want to get your scout on UCF in just a second, White, but I also want to get your perspective as somebody who spent a lot of time with these players, Daniel Green specifically. Uh, I would imagine, and just based on you know sort of the emotion of Chris Kleiman and the locker room. I can't imagine there are very many players that have had a bigger impact on Climan just because of the amount of time they've spent together, really the entire time Kleiman's been there. What what do you think yeah. he means to that program and what you know, what did they lose off the field?
1: Well, that's a spectacular question from my perspective because coach, if you if you watched andor listened to his press conference on Tuesday at twelve thirty. Pardon me. I think if you saw it, you saw his face and the hurt in his face. If you listened, you heard in his voice the hurt of losing Daniel. And as he talked about, it's much more than just losing a really good football player. It's just what he means to everybody. I've been telling this this story This week in a lot of interviews that I've done, whether it's Orlando, Florida, or somewhere in Kansas or Colorado or wherever it might be. He gets hurt Saturday, comes into the complex on Sunday with a torn pec muscle that, as it turns out, he's going to have surgery on the the following Monday morning. And he's in there trying to lift the spirits of the other guys saying, hey, this is going to be okay. It's going to be different. I'm going to have a different role, but it's going to be all right. Let's go. Well, I don't know what that says to you guys, but but I think it says everything you need to know about Daniel Green and what he cares about. And I'm not saying he doesn't care at all about Daniel Green's numbers or, or those kind of things, but he's all about team first. And he has just been a model teammate and friend to these guys. I don't want to be too, you know, sappy about it, but, but reality is reality. I mean, he is one of the biggest pieces of this football team in the story.
2: Wyatt, I've been talking about this on the program all week about the game coming up against UCF, and I feel like there is a tremendous opportunity for UCF here because it is their first conference game as a member of the Big 12. Uh, they've got an opportunity, and I think that that most people would think that out of the four newcomers in the Big 12, they're probably the ones that you know everybody thought was the best out of the four they've got an opportunity to come into Manhattan and knock off the defending big 12 champs who are coming off of a loss at Missouri. So just a tremendous opportunity for Gus Malzon's crew. This is something that, you know, you, you look forward to if you're UCF because of everything I just laid out there. So yep. in, in your mind, you know, the Wildcats, they've not only do they have to bounce back, but they've got to deal with a, a program in UCF that's got a lot of motivation to come in and make a big-time statement in the Big 12. Does that seem accurate? You hit hit it out of the
1: ballpark. Absolutely. And and think about it from this perspective. (laughs) This is just cutting to the chase as, as quickly as I can possibly do it here. They've been waiting for tomorrow night for two years. And they are so excited. I can't even begin to describe for you the excitement level they have of joining the league and selling themselves as a power five program in that state and in that area and the opportunity that lies in front of them tomorrow night here is at the end of the world, if they don't win, no, but if they would happen to pull it off and, and the scenario that you laid out there, um, wow, what a beginning it would be, right? I mean, storybook, like that they really have a good football team. Are they beatable? Sure. But, They're going to bring it with all they've got, and we're going to get their best shot. Pretty much promise that.
0: (laughs) Oh, there's no, yeah, there's no question. So what is their best shot, I guess, Wyatt? That's, you know, that's what I want to know. I Look, I haven't really watched them yet. Um, I've just Mm -hmm. sort of followed along. I know they got a big win and a tough place to go in Boise. So, you know, what do they present to the Wildcats this weekend that, you know, fans should be concerned with?
1: Well, I, I, let's start with the offense. I think you have to when you talk about Gus Melzon's football because think about it like this. The perception of them is that they just chuck it all over the yard. The reality of it is is they want to use the whole 100 yards of the field, but they also want to use the width of the field too and get you so spread out and run the ball. That's one thing that I will say that needs to be stressed here. They want to run the ball. And the reason they do is because it sets up everything else that they do, play action, brickery. Uh, they will run a boatload of gadget plays under normal circumstances. Uh, they play fast. They, they would like to get to the point where they're running a play every 12, 13, 14 seconds and run about 90 plays. What you have to do is keep them off the, <laughs> off the field and on the sideline some to avoid that, but also you're going to have to defend them too. Um the real key here are two things. They're going to start a quarterback here who's a transfer and a redshirt sophomore as opposed to John Rice Plumley, and that's big. Timmy McLean is that quarterback. He's left handed. He played well last week at home against Villanova after a little bit of shaky nerves at the beginning. Can you imagine what he'll be like in front of this crowd tomorrow night? We'll see how he handles that. The other factor for me is is that they're kind of somewhat rebuilding their offensive line. They have not been tested in that area, in my personal opinion, in their first three games like they will be tomorrow night. doesn't mean they can't compete. I don't mean it that way. But it's going to be a little bit of a a different gig uh, going up against, you know, Khalid Duke and some of those kind of guys, as they say, Amalo, as opposed to what they've seen in Boise, uh, Kent State, and last week against Villanova. I I just think they're a team that plays really fast and really hard, uh, honestly, on both sides of the ball. Uh, but th- this will be a real test for him, no doubt.
0: What about defensively, Wyatt? Are, are they built defensively to be able to, you know, maintain K-State? I assume K-State will probably need to lean into the pass just a little bit. Treshawn Ward, we think, is out, right? Is that still the case? Treshawn Ward, doubtful for I this one? I think they
1: feel like he's, he's pretty much doubtful. Uh, I, I would be really surprised, honestly, if, if he goes, yeah. I think here's what I would say that they are defensively. A little bit unknown um, based on competition. And, I, again, I'm not ripping who they've played necessarily, but let's be honest, it's a step up to come here and play this K-State team. Um, I think they've got good quality players. They've got a really good defensive end in Josh Solisgar, uh Lee Hunter up front. Really good player. They've got a guy on the edge, Trayvon Morris Brash, who has 19 and a half career sacks. Um, got another linebacker by the name of Jason Johnson, who is all over the place. I think their corners are decent. I think this is probably going back to what you said a moment ago of the four of them being the most Big 12 ready. Everybody's talked about that since Big 12 media days in Dallas. And I haven't seen everybody else or studied everybody else like I have this group, but I. I I think there's some legitimacy to it. Uh, this will be a challenging game, but I think it's a winnable game, but you got to go get it done.
0: Absolutely. All right. Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Wildcats joining us. You'll hear the game starting pregame coverage at five o'clock here on KFH. What do you guys have on the broadcast leading up to kick time that folks can be excited about?
1: I always appreciate you guys asking about that because we'll visit with Gene Taylor a little bit, the athletic director. We've also got, player interviews this week, a couple of them I'm, I'm excited about. Uh, Desmond Purnell uh, is one of our player interviews this week, and Des is making that transition in his second year going from safety to, to the Sam linebacker spot, and he's really done a good job. Nice personality, young man, and I, I think fans will like that. The other guy I talked to this week is Hayden Gillum, our starting center, and kind of getting some perspective from him on you know last week, what K-State can be, um you know the challenges you know that that are in front of them this year trying to repeat as champions uh so i would i would look for that and then of course you know we'll visit with both coordinators and coach climate and get everybody set for what should be a really fun ball game
0: we're looking forward to it you'll always get all that coverage on saturdays uh cat fans here on kfh the new home of wildcat athletics why have a good call let's do it again next week in uh And we'll be breaking down a Big 12 game. I cannot wait. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah,
1: let's do it. I'm excited. Thanks so much for the opportunity, guys. Good time to you.
0: You too. There goes Wyatt Thompson. If you missed any of that, if you joined in late, you'll be able to find it for free on the Odyssey app, kfhradio.com. Jad will get that up online after uh, we get off the air. I I love those visits because nobody knows it like he knows it for the Cats. Always such good perspective. Let's come back. We can digest some of that. We'll uh, continue to look ahead. We've got picks coming top of the hour, a giveaway to get to as well in the next segment. It's Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor with you here on a Friday, getting ready for the weekend. TGIF, we'll be right back.